0: On January 1st, 2020, the Newton's Dark Room Artist Collective found a baby on their doorstep. This was none other than Baby New Year. Following the death of Father Time, the collective has been tasked with raising the child. You can hear the story play out this year on Newton's Dark Room Presents. Each episode features original music that will be released as an EP on Spotify, iTunes, and other major streaming platforms, as well as on cassette. New episodes drop the last Monday of every month, and you can find them wherever you get your podcasts. Come experience the life of Baby New Year, only on Newton's Dark Room Presents.
1: Hey, this is Mike from 424 Recording reminding you to help keep this podcast mattress ad-free by supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash 424recording. Now you can watch full video episodes of the podcast only on Patreon. The following podcast contains explicit language. Hello and welcome to Analog Thoughts in a Digital World, a podcast from 424 Recording about creativity and the pursuit of the artistic life. My co-host this season is Jason from Painted Blonde Tapes every other week we're asking questions about creativity and discussing our answers we're also making recommendations at the end of each episode about anything we're listening to reading watching etc if you want to see full video episodes of the podcast become a patron at patreon.com slash 424 recording
0: have you ever tried like like a 30-day like like a a creative challenge or like a 100-day challenge like where you do something like every day
1: um, so, 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 so like every day you're doing something kind of deal. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, I mean, like there. I don't know. I've seen people do like, um, you know, like every day they draw and like, there's like October, there's like inktober. So they draw an in ink every day. They do like a drawing in ink. Um, you know, like, I, I know that like you've probably, I think you've attempted like the November challenge of writing a novel. Which I would oh, assume that you would have to like, you'd yeah, have to write like right. every day,
1: like to do that, right? Like, how did you I remember mean, that? I didn't even remember that. I don't remember <laughs> telling you I,
0: that. I don't know. I uh, that's my secret. Mike Wikipedia that I have going. Oh that damn. I, <laughs> that I put that in. Uh, I don't know, like, uh, but I, I see a lot of people like, you know, like they want to learn something, so they'll, you know, they'll try w- doing watercolors for like 30 days or. You know, uh, I recently saw somebody doing, like, 100, like, 100 heads. Like, so they're drawing portraits, like, or drawing faces, like, 100 faces, like, one, eight, one a day. I don't know. It's a it's an interesting way, like, especially, like, to, to break a block, I think. It might yeah. be interesting. Um, well, I think quantity
1: and, is always, the, I mean, yeah, quantity over quality, right? Like, that's, I feel like a lot of those challenges, that's, like, the point of them is, like, To get you moving, get you making stuff, like not being precious about it because it's like, hey, I'm going to make something today. It came out good. Hey, I'm going to make something today. It didn't come out that great. Hey, I made something today. It came out amazing. And then you wind up having like four days where it came out amazing, you know, 20 that it came out okay, and then a couple that came out just terribly that you wouldn't show anybody. Um, So, I mean, I I think they're great ideas for doing it. I think that's the whole point of like National Novel Writing Month, like you mentioned, is because so many people always say, "I'm writing a novel. I want to write a novel. I'm going to write a great American novel," and then they never write anything. Like right. And uh, November that was that was really challenging, yeah, because it was like you had to kind of write at least like fifteen hundred to two thousand words in order to hit the goal of it. And wow. You could update it every day too, which helps a lot. So I think the internet is really good in terms of. Uh, because I feel like these sort of challenges are more prevalent in the internet age. I don't know. I could be wrong, but.
0: Yeah, I would think, I would think so. Um, it's an easy way I to mean, like Because that gives you it. like, yeah, sorry, you go ahead. Oh, I
1: was just saying like check in with people, check up, uh, make a public declaration because public declarations are very helpful for achieving goals. Because if you say, if you can sign up for something, hey, I'm going to write this novel, I'm going to write this album, I'm going to do these watercolors, and then you don't do it and people are expecting you to, then you just look like a fool, you know? So (laughs) that's definitely a big benefit of them. Um, I guess guess the closest thing I've done is the the Novel Writing Month and also the, actually, Not So Alamo. I mean, that was written.
0: Yeah, that was. uh...
1: National Solo Album Month. I I can't say if I worked on that stuff every day that month, but pretty close to it. But I mean, I kind of work on stuff, as you probably know, as like an artist that's constantly doing stuff, like kind of always have my hands in something a little bit. I don't think it would be a proper day if I didn't like, work on something unless I was like on vacation. Um, but actually on the flip side of this, uh, this, this year, I actually was thinking about doing this thing called January hashtag January, where you write, record and post like a new song every day to like a channel or Instagram. And that was actually what broke me because I saw that and I was like, that would be really cool. I should do that. And then I was like, I don't really want to do that. Like, and then I was like, I think I should take a break, actually. <laughs> so I had this like thought process of it. I think just because I've, you know, again, uh, to go along with, what you know, I, I guess, to me too, like the the channel for me has been, like a two, almost two and a half year challenge now because, I mean, it's not every day, but it's I've said I'm gonna do at least one video a week, you know, and yeah, um, yeah, which which I mean, I
0: think that's I mean that's like, amazing, like thanks, yeah, man. It's, it's yeah. I mean,
1: I think it's a testament to, I think the channel and everything we're doing now and the podcast, it's really a testament to like all that work as well, because it's, it all builds on each other. And like, once you commit to something, um, you know, I, I think it's, I, it's really where you see the biggest gains, you know? Um, one thing I want to start doing is more, it's called like morning pages where you write like yeah, three, like the three pages. Yeah. Yeah. So I started doing that today and i guess it's not so much a challenge it's just like a kind of like keeping a journal
0: i mean i think it is a challenge it's a challenge to like get up and like not think about like going and getting your coffee (laughs) and like and like immediately going to to writing i I, like i started um there's somebody else that like had posted um online about you know like kind of like writing lyrics and like inspiration for that stuff and and they like it was similar to morning pages but they said just like set a timer for 5 minutes and like and go and like just like write cuz like i always felt like writing like 3 pages like handwriting was like like kind of daunting to me yeah. like i like i don't know i just like never ha- i never woke up early enough whenever i had discovered that mm-hmm. like to to actually get that in but um yeah i started that at the beginning of this year i started like waking up and that would be the first thing i would do is just like open up my computer and I have like, um, a note in my notes app that where I just like would type for like five minutes. And it, you know, it was like something that I did for a month and then I just fell off and didn't do it.
1: Well, so. cause I feel like the most beneficial part of it for me is like as a brain dump. So it, I feel like it usually works best. Like I think, I, I mean, having a habit and doing it every day is one thing, but I think it's also like wise to do it, when you feel like you need to do it, you know, cause there's some, cause I think it definitely works. Like sometimes you have like ideas swimming around or stuff you're thinking about. That's not really worthwhile. Or I think they call it like your monkey brain, you know, it's like just like jumping around to different things. And it's not really like helping you. It's just kind of like bouncing around in there. And like, if you can just get it out and get it onto a page and put it away somewhere or burn it or, you know, keep it, whatever you do with it, like just, just getting those thoughts like out of your head is super powerful. And that's yeah why I want to like keep up with it because it almost sounds like it's like a superpower. These A lot of people say, I've been doing this for 200 days and I get so much more done. I have so much more focus. Like I get all the clutter out of my brain and I'm able to do more work. So, uh, I guess it kind of worked for me today. I was wor- working on stuff and and I got a lot done today. But um, you
0: seem clear and present
1: and really, you were thinking that.
0: Yeah, like I'm like something is something is different today.
1: <laughs> I started my. Little <laughs> did I know. Little did he know. Uh, oh, that's,
0: that's really cool though.
1: I've I've uh I've actually taught seminars on Little Did He Know. <laughs> Do you know a movie that's wrong?
0: <laughs> no.
1: Oh man, that would be a great Maybe recommendation. I, I might have to change my recommendation. This uh, actually, yeah, I'm gonna change it. Uh, well, you'll find out in a minute what that's from. Okay. I'm gonna recommend <laughs> Sounds it. That's good. Um well,
0: that's awesome. So you're you're in the middle. You just started a challenge without even like, uh, without even me prompting you. That's great.
1: I know it's like super. Um, again, it's like kismet. Like I wasn't even thinking about it. Didn't really realize that I was actually doing it and. You know, I've had, I've had good luck and, and bad luck with that stuff. I'm really thinking about lately, I want to, like, because at one point I was doing, like, six or seven videos a week. It was crazy. Um, and, I like, through batch processing, you know, like, the, like if, yeah. you, if you do it all on the weekend or, like, set aside a day to do it, you can really crank out some vids. But I just think I kind of want to do that again, as crazy as it is. I don't know what I would make the videos about, but I don't know. I kind of want to, like, do, like, a 30-day – YouTube challenge or something you know wow I don't know when I'll do that Sounds that. like yeah that if I'll do it like, but
0: maybe that could be like a, a goal for next summer since yeah be going to think, school
1: yeah the only problem is like the summer it's like there's a definite slowdown for YouTube so. but it would
0: be a good time to film and edit
1: oh here he is right here folks this guy would and then the, and the then idea' you can man. Come
0: around next fall to but would that really be like the 30 day challenge I don't know. Cause like if you like, I don't know.
1: I think it would if 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 like I guess if you're posting,
0: and as long as nobody's heard this uh, podcast, then you're winning the thirty day challenge.
1: Yeah, man. I think I think it counts. You know, (laughs) we can cut this
0: out. You did the work, right? You showed up and you did the work.
1: I showed up and I did the work. You can't you can't tell me I didn't do my thirty day challenge.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, man. Yeah, I. Do you want to move on? It's, well, no. What was your, what was your, like,
1: what was your final statement there?
0: Oh, no, I don't know. Like, um, I, I like the idea of
1: them. Like Oh uh, yeah. We didn't get a, your take on this. I'm sorry.
0: No, no. Like I, I kind of, I mean, I kind of felt like I already talked about it a little bit, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I would, I always like want to do one, but then I always have other projects that I'm working on and I don't want to take away from those, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I think maybe at some point later in the year, I'm going to take a break from the from the label just to, you know, like have a little, little break and, um, maybe I'll do something then for 30 days.
1: Yeah. I almost, I almost want to do something completely different, you know, like take a break and do like the watercolor one, you know? Yeah. Do it. Cause like that too is like kind of, I feel like that would make a lot more sense, you know, rather than doing like a YouTube one, I'm always trying to take a break from well, that. Well, you but could,
0: you could film your watercolor and then you put it up on YouTube and 30 days you get... The Ross challenge done, and uh, and and, uh, the uh, YouTube challenge done.
1: Dude, we're uh, we're cranking out the ideas tonight. I love it. All right, man. You're gonna
0: hit me with the big with the big guns on this this episode. This is the big one.
1: Uh, Yeah, this is this is the big guns. I'm pulling them out finally because I figure there's only a couple episodes left, so I gotta make it count, folks. So, Jason, (laughs) drum roll. Do you like sports? Go.
0: <laughs> Is there any, like, any sort of backstory?
1: No, <laughs> especially since last week I had this rambling <laughs> statement question <laughs> that like, was almost like a leading question. Uh, this, uh, this week I'm just giving you something really general and I want to um, know... If you okay. like them or not. Okay.
0: Well, I mean, specifically, like, team sports, I would say no. I don't follow anything. Um, I did growing up. I followed basketball. You know, I followed Michael Jordan. <laughs> Who didn't? Like, Who didn't? I mean, like, uh, you know. Greatest the, basketball player of all time, no? All the great NBA stars of the early 90s to mid-90s, I was I was there for it. I, um, I think I was a state champion uh, slam dunk contest winner um, in my backyard on the seven foot goal, like several years running. Wow. Um, do you
1: have any footage from those, from those events? Oh my
0: God. There is totally, there's totally VHS footage of this somewhere in my parents' house. You gotta,
1: you, I want you to go home and find this and document oh the whole God. journey.
0: Oh, that's amazing. I, I forgot that this existed, but there, ha- it has to be there. Um, but I mean, like I just, uh, no, I don't, I mean, like I, I I live in Wisconsin where the Packers are huge and, you know, I live, um, Cheesehead. In, yeah. And I live like, uh, in Madison where the UW Badgers are so huge. And, um, and like, I like feel awkward if I'm accidentally wearing team colors cause I don't really <laughs> follow anything. Yeah. Um, but, but on the flip side, like I really got into running and I know I've probably talked about that a lot. Like, throughout the episodes. Uh, but I also really got into following like ultra running, which is like where people run, uh, distances further than a marathon, wow. which a marathon is like 26.2. So these people are like kind of crazy and like, they run like hundred miles, like plus, you know, like they're, so they're, they're doing like the
1: Forrest Gump back and forth across the U S type of thing.
0: I mean, pretty much. Yeah. And they've all got long beards and not all of them. That'd be stereotyping them. But like, uh, Uh, but like a lot of it's like you know like out in the woods like trail races um in mountains like kind of like like it's like crazy it's a crazy sport and it's like kind of a for a long time I think it was like a niche like sport which kind of like I don't know it makes sense to me that I would sort of gravitate to this like weird niche sport like um instead of uh you know or like like somebody that like weird rock music and cassettes, <laughs> like I'm like the guy that enjoys following this like really crazy sport, but um, so in a way, I mean I would say i I really love that sport. I still like to follow it, um even though I'm not like interested in running a hundred miles.
1: I mean it seems like you'd fit right in with that beard ears,
0: oh yeah, totally i just keep it so i can you know show up to these races and look like i know what i'm doing
1: yeah you're just you're just dreaming of the day when you can do that
0: (laughs) absolutely how about you do you like sports
1: no next question (laughs) no
0: was Um, there like any reason for this uh i
1: had a uh yeah i mean i had a couple thoughts about it um
0: I mean, because like we have talked about, like physical exercise, like f- you know, being important. The for importance our, like, of it, Mental, yeah. mental health, um, and like, and I, I will say, like, I enjoy still, like, sh- like playing basketball and shooting hoops. You know, if I had some friends that wanted to go and play basketball, I would totally go and play some horse. I don't want to get crazy because my health insurance isn't great, and God forbid I sprain an ankle or something. Yeah,
1: you only, <laughs> you only got a couple more years left in those knees, right? <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I mean, okay. So one thing that I think about is I feel like even growing up, it was either like, it kind of, at least to me, the, the, the dividing line, the line in the sand was like, either you liked music or you liked sports. And especially like thinking back to high school and being in band and, and like, you know, even marching band and stuff like that like, obviously the marching band was there to play at, like, a football game or something, you know? Like, yeah, the football player wasn't, like, moonlighting as, like, the clarinet player, you know? Um, <laughs> and I think it's true in terms of, like, because I think there's a lot of parallels between, like, sports and playing in, like, rock bands and, you know, hip-hop, you know, whatever the, the genre music, country music. Because um, I feel like it's similar in terms of, like, you have, like, the top 0.01% of, like, performers and people on teams and people making a lot of money in the industries and then you have a lot of other people like trying to do something with it whether it's for fun for blood whatever um, but it kind of feels like to me uh, and like a lot of people I know that are into music and not to again generalize or paint with a broad stroke because um, I know there's people that listen to the podcast and watch the channel that are into sports and, and music because I've talked to people about it but I just, I don't know. I was just, I was just curious because I feel like most people are either into one or the other. And, uh, um, yeah. I, I don't know. Cause I, I've also, but I've also been thinking about like watching some basketball or something, but I actually don't get the channels any around cable. <laughs> so, um, and I, I don't know, like, you know, the famous quote, one of my friends said at a Super Bowl party was like, like you're going to watch the Super Bowl?" Like, no, I don't, I don't give a fuck about baseball, you know? <laughs> And I feel like that really sums up like my my thing about it. you know I really enjoy what, it. What,
0: what we do for the Super Bowl is usually we make all the terrible food that you're supposed to have at the Super Bowl party, and we watch don't watch the Super Bowl, like, or we'll, we'll maybe watch the halftime performance if somebody yeah. good is playing. But um, we just enjoy the the hot wings and
1: nachos. Yeah, not- you kind of yeah exactly <laughs> like the junk food of the event. But yeah, I mean I don't know. It, it's just crazy to think for me that there's like this whole other world of, um, people that are just like into sports and like buying decals for their replica helmets and, you know, driving a car with like a logo spray painted on it or whatever it is. It's like, I just think it's nuts. Like I, I can't, I'm just never, I could never have like
0: that, like dedicate that amount of dedication to like, you know, like like there there's a house nearby where they have the Green Bay Packers symbol on their garage door. Like That's exactly what I mean, right? Like that's like so much dedication.
1: You got to get like a Black Sabbath logo on your on your garage. <laughs> Looking for a way to support Analog Thoughts? Check out Jason's cassette label Painted Blonde Tapes at paintedblonde.com and snag a copy of one of his releases. So okay. I know I know everybody's on the edge of their seat wondering what the um Quote what movie, the I, movie you quoted I quoted and, was, but
0: and uh, and I it totally flew over my head,
1: yeah. So that was actually uh, Dustin Hoffman in uh, Stranger Than Fiction when he's talking about oh, Will Ferrell. Oh man,
0: I haven't seen that in forever! Oh I man, that that's movie. a great
1: movie. Um, there's the gr- killer soundtrack, probably the best use of like a caliphone song, and maybe the only use of a caliphone song in like a movie. <laughs> Um, and, and I mean, uh, there's a lot of spoon, I think beast I, and the dragon adored like that album or yeah, that song.
0: Yeah. I think they also like wrote, I don't know if they like wrote specifically like the book I write for that, um, for that movie, oh. but I love that song. It's so catchy and so good, man. Those guys can write a freaking Dude. catchy song.
1: And man, how great does it work for that soundtrack? Like you said, you know, it's like, Yeah. I feel like everything about that's one of those rare movies, like where everything about it works really well. Yeah. Um, like the
0: uh, like how they, like, kind of printed things on the screen and, mm-hmm. like, things would follow. Like, that was just seemed really, I don't know, inventive at the time.
1: Yeah, yeah. definitely. And, and it, I mean, um, the cast is amazing, too. Uh, Will Ferrell's great as, like, sort of like a straight man, I guess. Like, he's more – he's not, like, in, like, Step Brothers where he's, like, just crazy silly. You know, he's, like, kind right. of plays more of, Wh- like –
0: was this like the first time he did something like that?
1: Yeah, I feel like he's trying to pull like a Jim Carrey in this one, you know, like
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like I mean, it's definitely got like an Eternal Sunshine vibe, also, you know. Yeah, like, and I feel like after but,
1: Eternal Sunshine, like everybody was like, "Oh, I could do serious because that," you know, <laughs> I could yeah. be I could be Jim Carrey, you know. But um, but they don't
0: have spoon. But they don't so. have spoon.
1: And they don't have Dustin Hoffman, Maggie Gyllenhaal, uh, yeah, Queen, Queen Latifah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, um,
0: I can't think of uh, the emma, emma thompson emma thompson I, think is, oh, yeah. I love
1: her yeah she's great and uh just a great movie from the writing to the acting to the cinematography to the music uh great stuff yeah. man i highly recommend it and um it's a, just a great one to watch and and laugh and cry maybe i don't know
0: yeah oh and it's got um wait what is that what is that one song that he sings in it that he's like covering. Oh,
1: dude! I yeah. Um, they, I think a oh, wide I'm world. Pretty for sure. Yeah. Like, haven't you Reckless done? Eric? Yeah, I played a show yeah. with him. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, this must have been before I knew you.
1: Colony Woodstock, baby. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, and I actually sung it at my wedding too, uh, for my wife. This song because that's oh, one man. of her favorite. Wow, tracks. this
0: is like. Uh, this is I'm, full I'm letting letting loose dude, a lot of stuff do you wanna, right now. You want to know now? Like today's my my wedding anniversary. What? Really? What? I know we're recording a podcast. My why, wife loves why did me you that much? Yeah. Okay. For the for is the, this listener, the uh, is this my, the, the podcast? Is, is at work?
1: The podcast anniversary. You get you got uh, your wife a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was no. Really we we,
0: celebrate, we celebrated over the weekend. Like, nice man. Uh, so, uh, and your wife's she, at work, you're saying yeah she she's out delivering a baby, and so. She's not having a baby, but she's she's helping. She's yeah, helping she's, to deliver one. She's uh, delivering
1: profession. Our, delivering our third child right now <laughs> on our anniversary as Jason anniversary. records a podcast <laughs> in his basement. <laughs> oh uh, man, that would be that would be that's a much better story.
0: Man, oh my god, no way. Oh, I'd so be divorced tomorrow morning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we uh we better hope that we have season 3 lined up then cuz you're going to have to put you to <laughs> work, man.
0: Yeah, I would have a lot of free time, I guess. Uh, what do you well, got for I'm, us this week? I got an album um at the time that we we're recording it's fairly new. It's by uh Florest and <clears throat> excuse me. Like uh so it's Florist, and the title is
1: Emily Alone.
0: Emily, alone. Sorry, good. I, have, I
1: have the sheet pulled up here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, you're good. Um, so it's uh, and I kind of would connect it back to like our very first episode where I talked about the Low Melda album because um, these two seem very similar to me and they almost have an interesting like parallel trajectory as far as like albums go. They hmm. they put out like these albums that were kind of full band um, releases and then like this year they both have done these sort of stripped back acoustic or just, like, guitar and voice. I, I think that she is... Like, they both use, like, electric guitars and pianos at times, too. But, it, like, they both, like, do these sort of reserved albums. And I don't know. They're just, like, hitting me, like, this year. Like, I don't know. Like, the lyrics are... I'm not normally, like, a real lyric guy. But, like, she's, like... She obviously, like, cares about the words. And is, like, a poet, you know what I mean? Like, like uh, yeah, so... Um, it's it's really great i yeah it's i'm pretty for sure i'm not the only one that's like raving about it on the internet right now that's
1: super interesting that you know the the artists like right now there's just like this acoustic folk i don't know if it's folk but i mean i guess i mean yeah i
0: think like it seems voice and
1: acoustic kind of like not throwback but uh it just seems like a lot of people are doing that right now yeah like it might Uh, be there's something in the air i don't know
0: yeah, it's, I mean, it. I don't know. I feel like that happens a lot in, pulp, like, pop culture, you know what I mean? Like, one person, like, does something, but everybody, had, like, was also sort of doing the same thing. Yeah, like, and, like, yeah. Like, it all kind of comes out at the same time. Definitely. Um, but, like, when everybody had, like, deer in their band name or, <laughs> or like, you know. Or like animals early, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, the early 2000s when everybody was, like, the vines and yeah. the whatever else there was at the time.
1: <laughs> I guess that's like, is that like the Brian Eno seniors kind of idea where it's like, there's sort of this idea brewing and it's like sometimes kind of seem like it's one entity, but then it winds up being like comes out of like a whole scene of people doing something.
0: Could be, could be, but it, like back to these two, like they're both on the same label. It's just mm. like kind of crazy. Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, like I don't, I, I would assume that maybe they know each other and have, played shows together or something, so they might have, like... Oh, okay. They might have
1: been, like, uh, feeding off of each other. It's like uh, in, the, like, the Frankie Cosmos sort of realm, too?
0: Yep, yep, okay. yep. Also, like, uh, yeah, a lot of times, like, I will play them, and I, I might have mentioned this before, I don't know, but my wife will be like, oh, is this Frankie Cosmos that's gotten, like, deep or something? <laughs> like, you know, like, I'll be like, no, it's not her. It's a different different female-led... Um, Or it might... I don't know if they're ginger specific but um they have a feminine voice at least that sounds very frankie-esque
1: yeah right yeah because i remember seeing like a i think like a um was like an npr florist tiny desk concert maybe yeah if i'm I'm remembering and that's that was like the kind of vibe i got from it for sure
0: yeah yeah so like i'm just like really late to to the um I don't know what the expression I'm looking Late for Late to the is.
1: game, man. It's, dude, I'm, I'm the same way. It's like I'm usually five years behind the trends. I'll probably yeah. only start listening to this album like in, two th- in 2024. So I, about, <laughs> I appreciate you bookmarking it for me in this podcast. Yeah, you bet. So. No problem. If you like analog thoughts in the digital world, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. It's wonderful to hear what you're thinking and also a great way for new listeners to find us. You can also send us feedback about analog thoughts at 424recording at gmail.com. Connect with us on Instagram at 424recording and at Painted Blonde Tapes. Please join us next week. I'm Mike from 424recording. Thank you for listening and make sure you do something you want to do today, all right?